Blog Talk Radio. Now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Hey, happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to Let's Chat. Hey, T, how are you? Hey, Alicia girl, how you doing? It is Friday night, and I'm glad you got it right on the first time truck. <laughs> I know, I know, because I'm always on a wrong day, right? We welcome everybody to let's chat. We're about to talk that talk with three fabulous authors today. Tracy McKnight, author Forever Red, and actually we're going to have an um, independent artist on. And I'm, oh, I know I'm going to pronounce his name wrong, and it's Nymphonian Pizar. I don't know. We're going to get that right. Up Y'all names. know I can jack up his name. <laughs> We can jack up some names. We sure can. So we're going to make sure we get that right in sight uh, when he come on here. So we going to jack it up his stuff. <laughs> That's right. Oh, man. Well, once again, welcome to the chat. We are so excited to have you guys with us tonight. Like Lisa said, we got three fabulous guests tonight, and I love the topic. Our topic tonight is love your position but plot your promotion. Do some explaining, Miss Leisha. That, you know, that right there, you know, I always call myself Miss WRP, uh, and that's Miss Wright Royalty Promotions. That's my promotional company, and that actually is my motto, or, uh, love your position but plot your promotion. And this is the thing with that. You have to love what you're doing to get anywhere because if you don't love what you're doing, you're not going to go nowhere. So you have to love what you're doing, but don't hover. Don't get... Um, where, you know, like a helicopter just stays there and it just hovers and you get complacent. Don't get complacent. Don't hover. You plot your next move. You plot where you're going to go. You have to. You actually have to commit to your future. You have to commit to your vision. You have to see more than just tomorrow. You got to see more than just an hour from now. You got some people that be like, well, what about January, girl? I don't even know about January. I'm still working on tomorrow. Tomorrow? 
you got to see your vision. That means that you got to think about next week, next year, next month, you know, two years from now, you have to be able to plot that out and see what direction you want to go in. So you're not just spinning your wheels going nowhere or, or wasting time. A lot of times we waste our time. We get mad when other people waste our time. But the thing is mm-hmm. that you teach people how to treat you, and if you're wasting your own time, they probably feel what the hell. Their time ain't even important to them. So why should I be concerned about their time? You know what I'm saying? So you have right. to commit to yourself. You have to commit to your future. You have to love what you're doing, but you have to plot your vision and move forward. Forward movement always. And you know, in addition to that leash, you know, you could use that in life in general, but once you waste time, you can't get it back. Time is one of the most precious commodities that we have. And I don't, I don't like wasting my time because time is precious. And like you said, you should at least see your vision further ahead than your steps. You know, you, I try to see my, my, my vision at least 6 to 12 months ahead. And if anything happens along the way, you just deal with it and you try to get back on track. So time is precious, and I'm, I'm excited to hear what I guess I have to say as far as their position and how they see themselves and how far ahead they see Absolutely. themselves. You know, so it's going to be Absolutely. interesting to get their take on that. You know what, I say absolutely too much. I was just talking to somebody about that yesterday because I have this thing about uh, people work that people say consistently. You know, sometimes in interviews people say, um, oh, I can't stand that, like um, in the interview. But I, I say absolutely, and it's so funny because they pointed out that me and she say absolutely in sync together at the same time. <laughs> So we're going to have new words for 2017. That's our goal. See, we, 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 we flatten that out. That's our goal. We're going to see uh, something, some new words for 2017 other than that. But I posted something on this earlier. I, was, I said that in the post, I said there are three things in life that that um, that leave and never return, your words, your time, and opportunity. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those are three things that you can't you can't take back once they leave out. So you you waste your time. That's it. That's time lost. You you know you speak words before you chew them, and you don't think about them before you spit them out. Those are words that you can't take back. You know, um, mm-hmm. opportunities. Certain opportunities do not come back. Um, I will say though, uh, opportunities do come back, but they come back different. That same opportunity will never come back again. But not to say that you will not have another opportunity to to do whatever it is um, that you want to do. See, there goes, um, I hate that. But not to say that you won't be able to do that again. You know, there's so many people that, that speak on that. They say, you know, I had an opportunity to do such and such, and I just did not do it for whatever reason. And then, you know, they're blessed with the same opportunity. That means that it was meant for you to move your feet and, and do this particular thing. And so here it comes again. So you either going to handle your business and, and move your feet and take this opportunity because if you lose it the second time, it absolutely may not come back. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. <laughs> and that's kind of what one of our guests was talking about last night. You know, he had that opportunity, and he took advantage of it, and he has come so very far that, he is already seeing himself. He was talking about what he was doing in 2017, and that's the vision that Alicia and I were talk, are talking about tonight. Make mm-hmm. the most 
use of your time and, and get the most out of it because you only get it once. And if you blow that opportunity, it may come back and it may not, but you just want to try to grab those. Sometimes at least you got to walk out on stage. You know, you may Absolutely. not think you're ready, but certain things happen for a reason. And uh, Lisa Absolutely. and I have gotten uh, on topic, as always, and I'd just like to, to welcome our listeners once again. You're listening to Let's Chat Live. And here on Let's Chat, we celebrate literature as well as, you know, anything that's affecting our community in a royal way, no matter what it may be. Our show allows all avid readers as well as authors, publishers, artists, to interact in an intimate, fun, and friendly environment. When you guys come into the chat room, we like to make it very user-friendly, to to use the term. We like to have you guys comfortable and being able to pressure one and ask any question, either of me, Leisha, or our guests, or if there's something that you want to touch on, pressure one, and we can bring that into the conversation as well. But we thank you guys so much yes. for joining us, and we are ready to have a awesome show this evening. Yes, we are. I am so ready. I want to shout out our sponsors. We got two sponsors. Um, the, um, there goes that um again. <laughs> that first sponsor that I want to shout out is shout out to Peter Matt. He is, let's chat. Uh, he is our first radio sponsor. So shout out to Peter okay. Mac. Make sure y'all grab that uh, affiliated book series one, two, and three. Make sure y'all grab one, two, and three. Anything, Peter Mac, you cannot go wrong. He has a genuine pen, uh, and I love that. I love when when there's a street lit author and you're reading their book, and it is something that is actually authentic. Like, this could really happen. I hate reading stuff and like, they didn't pay attention to the process or whatever, whatever they're trying to write because this wouldn't even happen like this. Not, not in real life. You know, there are certain mm-hmm. situations that people – if they don't live that particular lifestyle, they can't even imagine, you know, oh, wow, I can't even imagine that happening. But there are certain things in books where it's just outrageous. Like, Dude, you know that didn't happen mm-hmm. like that. They need to work that out a little bit different. But I love that 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 doesn't happen with his pen. And mm-hmm. shout out to Carrie Singleton, who is an author. And he is actually my first sponsor for my event in March, which is the Diva and literature. It is I have fabulous featured authors that will be there and he is uh he and well his radio station, which is Carrie's Corner, is his radio show and his uh magazine are our first sponsor for that. So if you are in the New York area, he is having a book release party for his book Idol. Uh and that is December the ninth from eight to eleven. And it will be at, I want to say, the Aloft in Harlem. It's going to be at the right, the Aloft Harlem. Hotel in Harlem. And it's a beautiful hotel. Uh, I actually attended it last year, and I'll be there next Friday as well. It's a beautiful event. It's very festive. It's very Grammy Awards type of ambiance. So if you're able to, and it's a free event, so, you know, go to eventbrite.com or look on to uh, Carrie's page. I got my tickets the other night as soon as I was found out about it, so I'm excited to attend that. At least I just want to backtrack, <clears throat> excuse me, on something that you said about being able to be a part of an author's pen. And Peter did his thing with Affiliated. You know I gush about authors 
that um, I truly love, and I just finished part three of Affiliated, and you can actually see yourself in each scene that he has portrayed to us. And um, Forever Red is another author that I absolutely love her pen, and I read her collab with Arthur Hood. You know I was gushing about that. So it's a, yes. it's a I didn't mean you pen. You can see yourself yes. in each scene. It's, in, it's literally playing out in your head. So that's a phenomenal trait that an author has. And please support these authors. They put a lot of hard work into their to their work, and we we truly appreciate it. And we try to get the excitement to our listeners, so we can all get excited about an author's pen. That is so true. That's why we do what we do. I love what I do. I love to to read an author's pen. That's why me and C we click so well. When I'm reading a book, I have to be able to feel that author's pen, even if I'm reading okay. an author's book, one of my author's books, or I'm proofreading someone's book. If I can't feel your pen. If you ain't got me by uh-huh. page five, I'm sorry. I might give you five more pages just to be nice, but <laughs> I'm not going to finish it. And I'm going to say, I'm going to need you to eat some hot sauce. You're going to need some Laurie season salt. You need something up in here because this right here ain't right. And I, that's just, you know, <laughs> that is just me. I have to be able to feel the author's pen. I love, uh-huh. I love to be able to, if they characters is going to the left, take me to the left too. I want to fall out my chair and spit out my water. You know, that's just as a reader. I love to feel an author's passion in their work. And that's why we do what we do here on Let's Chat. It is a free platform that we don't charge to anyone because when authors don't have that word of mouth to have readers go out and verbally pick up new readers for them, their personality becomes their word of mouth uh, vehicle. So when we have them on, our listeners are allowed to feel that author's passion for why they do what they do, why they started writing, why they do this, why they do music, why they started this company. Why? I mean, just to feel their passion and be able to hear the passion behind it, that right there sends people out to support you all by itself. It really does. Did I lose your leash? Now I'm still here. Can you hear me? Okay, there you go. It really does. And when the passion is, is given, you know, our listeners are are more apt to want to support. And it may spur someone else that's listening. They may have a passion of their own that just haven't been tapped into mm-hmm. yet. And you can hear the journey that to see that it can be done. If you have a passion, go for it. You know, expound on it. Do what you got to do to bring it into reality. And if you want to get some exposure, you just let us know here on Let's Chat by sending us an email to Let's Chat Radio. Am I saying that right? Let's Chat Radio at gmail.com. The Chat. And get you. The Chat Radio Show. The Chat Radio Show at gmail.com. And if you would like to sponsor the show, uh, you can send your request to the same email address as well as be a guest on the show. Uh, absolutely. As you can see, I don't email myself that often. <laughs> so we see, right? I mean, but it's 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 it's. I love what I do, and that's why uh, my model for my promotional company is love your position, but always plot your promotion. You have to know where you're going. You have to plot your footsteps, and even sometimes, depending on the vision, you may not see your footsteps. 
Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that you don't move. Because when your feet, your footsteps are ordered, you're promote. You're already plotted. It's already plotted. It's already there. You just have to move your feet. You may not be able to see right away. You may say, okay, this is my vision, but I don't see how I'm going to get it. You get that seesaw vision where you can see that you have it. You can see that it's going to happen, but you don't know what's going to happen in between. And a lot of times that in between, that fear is what gets a lot of people out of doing what they should be doing or pursuing what they should pursue. So even if you have that fear, fear is the opposite of faith. So if you're in fear, you have no faith at that point in time. So if it's something that is on your spirit to do, step out and just do it, even if you don't see right away the path that you're going to take. Still go. Still make that move. Still move your feet and make it happen. Yes. Yes, because sometimes other people see it within yourself, and uh, you're just too close to yourself to see it, but, you know, follow it. You know, it's, nothing beats a failure but a try. So that's why we love what we do here on Let's Chat, to try to encourage each other. But we got an awesome show this evening, Leash. I'm excited to talk. It's been a minute since we talked to uh, Forever, and I know she is. Uh, she's been busy, and I think she has a new book out, but. I'm excited. Yes. She is the sweetest, y'all. Forever Red is the sweetest. I actually met her for the first time at Atlanta Kickback. Uh, And we actually stayed in the same hotel. We had no idea we were all in the same hotel, mind you, until we all checked out. And we were all in the same hotel. But her spirit is just so awesome. Our first guest is going to be Tracy McKnight, y'all. I haven't met her, but I hope to meet her because her spirit is on point. She is when I say on it, I love it. I love it. She is uh-huh. excited about what she does. She is excited about her her vision, and she makes me excited because I'm like, nah, I'm excited, and I don't even know her, but I'm excited for you. So I, I was just, I'm excited I too it. now. I love meeting new just people. But I love meeting people that are excited about whatever they're about to do, whatever they put me name on, whatever they put in a footprint on, they are so excited about that. I love to meet people like that. I love it. It is so exciting. So we're going to take a brief break. We're going to play some of this. I actually got something from Ice Burner uh, that we're going to play. But I want to shout out to uh, my Sean. Make sure y'all hit our archives. We had uh, him on the show. And he actually has a song getting ready to come out with Jermaine Dupri and the Brat. So I'm going to play a little bit of his music, not that particular song because we don't have that as of yet, but I'm going to play a little bit okay. of his music uh, for the move that okay. this young man is making. We'll be right back. This is Let's Chat. Oh, 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 oh. 
So now when you decided to step in to become an author, you're a publisher, you have all these different things going on, what was the motivation? What was going on at the time that made you feel like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead on and pen this book. Well, you know, as a young child, I always had a very vivid imagination. Um, Books was my way of um, going on a journey, taking adventure. You know, um, I'm a Southern girl, grew up in a small town of Arkansas. And, um, you know, when I wasn't out, you know, playing with my cousins and stuff, I was one of those people that would get a book, you know. And so from the stories that I read, and with it taking me on adventures and stuff, I, you know, I thought, well, I'd like to do this one day. So um, I remember very clearly I was um, in second grade, and my teacher gave us an assignment where we had some animals, and she was like, well, create, you know, a little story or whatever. And I had, you know, the pig dancing the jig, and, you know, my animals, my animals were cutting up, you know. So, and all through, you know, even from then, and all through um, junior high, high school, you know, all of my English teachers and everyone, you know, they saw a potential um, in me, you know, for creativity. And so um, it's just something that comes naturally that I enjoy doing. And for me, it's an outlet. And it's, you know, um, it's, well, it's hard to find really, really good stories, you know, that, mm-hmm. that you actually pick up a book and visualize. See, as an author, I'm also a big reader. So for me, when I pick up a book, um, I expect for it to take me, excuse me, on a journey, you know, be able to visualize what's actually happening. And, um, you know, and for me, you know, to me, that's what makes a good book. So um, just having the opportunity to tell my story, but also in a way that when you pick it up, and you're reading it page by page, you can actually, it's as though you're right there, you know, taking it in and being part. So um, that's what got me started in writing. And I've always had a passion, excuse me, for law. Um, I discovered that at the tender age of 12, um, there was a young man who um, had some mental disabilities. And unfortunately, there was um, a murder that they was trying to pin on him. And I, you know, my father was in law enforcement and he used to bring his work home. And I used to, you know, sit around the table with him and, you know, and, and talk about different things. So this particular story is in the newspaper. And I told him, I said, dad, you know, this guy, this little kid, he didn't do that. There's no way, you know, it happened or whatever. And he was like, well, I tell you what, if your theory turns out to be right, then you should probably go to law school. And I was like, you know, uh okay, you know, not really, not really um, taking it at heart at that particular time. Mm-hmm. But then my theory did prove, you know, to be right that he didn't do it, that someone else, you know, had did it and was trying to um, pin it on him. And it's like from that moment on, I kind of felt like, you know what, I need to do something or I want to do something that can help other people. And um, I've always I'm a very compassionate person, even though a lot of people don't know that about me, because I kind of come across, um, I wouldn't say unfriendly, but I don't have a poker face. 
so I basically speak my mind. I don't have a filter, whatever, you know, it is what it is. And so, but I have a compassion, I'm very compassionate when it comes to people. And um, me having the opportunity to make a difference in the life of someone else who, for whatever reason, they don't have that voice or they don't have the resources or they just don't have somebody to stand up and fight for them, you know, then I'm the person that will step in and say, hey, you know, you're not going to do this and let's find a, you know, a solution. So that's how um, I got involved in the legal, you know, the legal field of things. Mm-hmm. And when it came to starting um, Diamond Cut Publications with um, King Diamond, um, I had an experience in the industry where I didn't feel like things were really being done the way that I wanted them done. So as an author, you know, I was like, you know what, let's just, uh, you know, if I had a company, this is this is how I would want it to be, you know. And, um, you know, for me it's really important that authors maintain, you know, control, you know, control of their work, control of their vision, not be put in a box, you know. they okay. Some publishers want you to write a certain particular way or a certain particular style, you know, and I'll be the first to tell people, you know, I'm not a street lit writer. You know, if you said here, write, pin this story and make it street. I'm like, um, I can't do that. <laughs> you know, that's mm-hmm. because, because that's, you know, that's not my style. So um, having a company where authors can freely be themselves, allow themselves to be, as creative as they desire to be is really important to me. And that's, you know, how Diamond Cut kind of like came to be. So that's just a little bit of some of the things that kind of inspired me to be where I'm at in the, the path and the journey that I'm running. Girl, a little bit is, it should not be in your vocabulary. Let me tell you. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. This is Tony, by the way. You know, Leisha and I, we try to uh, introduce ourselves because we've been told so many times that we sound alike. But I am absolutely fascinated by your journey, and you all, you have walked right into our topic, which is love your position but plot your promotion. But in addition to that, it looked like everything that you have touched in your journey with Diamond Cup Publication, your volunteer with the Child Protective Services, your criminal disposition advisory, I mean, an author, it was like a calling that was calling you. It's like you saw a void where you can step in and fill those shoes. And how do you manage all of that without anything else suffering from your attention? Well, that's a very good question. Well, um, you know, you've asked that question. People ask me that question all the time. And in all honesty, um, as you said before, it's like a calling. I feel like everything that I do <clears throat> and am doing is because it's already been preordained. It's already been predestined for me. And um, mm-hmm. honestly, I couldn't tell you how I do it. I just know that um, when I, you know, when um, God allows me to open my eyes and rise in the morning and after I give him thanks, you know, um, I ask him to orchestrate my day, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, you know, that's the first and, you know, one of the first and foremost things that I do. But I also um, have a very good planner that I absolutely love. I don't know um, 
it's it's a passion planner, and actually it allows mm-hmm. me to kind of like um, create and um, jot down the ideas and the things that I'm going to be doing on on a day to day basis. And also, I would have to say that I have a very strong support system, you know, that um, allows me to do all of the things that I do. Um, I do have um, a very strong, very supportive um, person in my life who keeps me on track, keeps me focused, you know, when I go a little bit to the left, you know, uh, reel me back, you know, centered, and if I end up, you know, going off to the right, bring me back centered, you know. Um, and it's really important to have someone that believes not only in you but shares your vision, shares your hope, shares your dreams and your aspirations, and, you know, that can, when you feel like you're running on fumes, can say, hey, look, you need to um, take some time out and recharge, reboot back up, you know, um, just chill for a minute. You know, um, if I didn't have that, man, I don't know. I think I'd be sitting somewhere in a straight jacket, probably beat my head up against the wall. But, again, I think it comes back to um, having what's been preordained and predestined for you in life and then, you know, having that support system. And before I go any further, I want to give a shout-out to my Diamond Cut family. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we have some awesome, amazing authors and, you know, we're definitely not going to sleep on them. I mean, any book from any type of genre that you would, you know, want to read, we definitely have it. In fact, we have um, the culinary chef, um, Kateri, she just dropped her cookbook, um, Soul Food Sensations. And let me tell you, man, there's some recipes in there that will definitely make you slap your mama. Uh, bite your mm-hmm. tongue off, you know, and everybody else will think you're a great chef too. So you definitely got to get, you know, if you haven't gotten it, you definitely have to get it, you know. Um, and we also have, in addition to my books out and um, the cookbook that just came out, we also have um, Blackheart, uh, Written in Blood, um, an amazing, awesome storyteller. You know, um, if you haven't read it, you know, you definitely have to get that as well. And so I'm just, you know, giving, just wanted to acknowledge and give a shout out to, you know, my Diamond Cut authors. And then I can't forget my promotional team, you know, the angels and the writers, you know, who work so hard and they show so much support, you know, to us. So I just wanted, you know, to say that before I go any further and and I don't want to forget anybody. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Go um, continue on. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. You need that strong support team, and especially with all the different avenues that you that you walk on a daily basis, you know. So you need that support system. And shout out to everyone that has brought you thus far and continue to carry you as well. Mhm. Yes, because honestly, without it, you know. Um, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, they'll they'll say, oh, I did this and I did that. But I know, you know, first and foremost that whatever little bit of success that I have, whatever I've accomplished, first and foremost is because God has given me the opportunity and the ability and has opened those doors for me. But I also know that it's also been having people along the way that have encouraged me, who have supported me, you know, and uh, when I wanted to throw in the towel, in fact, because um, 
I had, an, as I said before, you know, before um, I started the company, I was, you know, um, signed with a publisher. And um, at one point I wanted to just give up and throw in the towel, but, you know, um, I had my very strong rock say to me, you know, uh-uh, no, you know, the hell with what they're saying, you know. Mm-hmm. You you an author, this is this is your your craft, this is how you do it. Don't worry about the people, continue to write your story. And, you know, I'm so thankful for that because a lot of people don't have that, especially when they go through different experiences, you know, um, and, you know, and people mistreat them and they rob from them and steal from them and tell them all kind of lies, you know, and paint this real pretty picture. And then when they realize, you know, they done got got, you know, it can just snatch the life from you, you know, and you not want to do it. So having that support system, you know, and um, believing not only in yourself, but having that passion for what you do, you know, um, and I'm very passionate about what I do, you know, whether I'm writing, whether I'm, you know, standing in the courtroom speaking on behalf of a child or speaking on behalf of, you know, someone who has a mental illness who can't, you know, do that voice for themselves, you know, just being able to empower them, you know, um, I'm just really thankful for all of the opportunities and the blessings that have come my way. And um, I just want to give back and definitely, you know, impact someone else's life in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. And, you know, T and I always say, know what you know because you know it. And by you being able to see both sides, being that author and being that publisher, do you think that it's a lack of understanding um, on the author and sometimes the publisher's uh, side when it comes to dealing with each other? Because you got to know what you know because you know it. As an author, and don't send me no inboxes, it's just my opinion, you have to have (laughs) an understanding on how everything works. Because if you don't have an understanding how stuff works, that's how stuff gets by you. If you don't know how Amazon works, if you don't know what they take for royalties, if you don't know what the printer process is, if you don't know what a formatter does, what it looks like, what a proper format looks like, why you don't do this, why you don't do that, if you just don't know just a few things, I'm not saying that you got to know everything, but you should know a little bit about publishing itself, get you a self-publishing book, just to have an understanding of what you're getting into and what you as an author need to do. I think it helps that understanding helps the author be able to work and move around in the atmosphere that they're trying to create. Can you talk a little bit about that, just having an understanding? Okay. So um, when you ask that question, you definitely, you know, talked about a lot of things. And so I'm just going to keep it all the way 100 because that's, you know, that's what I do. I don't have a poker face, um, meaning if I like you, I like you. You're gonna know it. If I don't like you, you're gonna know that too. Um, there's no, there's no gray area, you know. Um, and um, I just, you know, shoot very straight. So I'm gonna say, from an, when it comes to an author signing with publishers, a lot of times, like for me, if you're a new author and it's been your dream to have your book published and you've gone to, you know, you've done submission after submission after submission, and then finally someone says, oh, I want to publish your book, you know, and then they sing this little contract and, um, you know, it 
it has, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put your book out in so many months, and you know, we want you to write this number of books, and you know, um, and so we're gonna pay you this percentage, and then, um, so for that for that author, honestly, and and speaking for me, when I first um, got my submission accepted for my first work. Um, I was so gung ho about the fact that, oh my God, somebody signed me. I'm going to be published. Yay. You know, I didn't really pay attention to the details of the contract. You know, it didn't really register in that, you know, they were getting a bigger percentage than what I was going to be getting. It didn't register in that they wanted me to sign off the rights to my work for like a huge number, seven years to be exact. You know, um, there was a you know because as a as an author, when someone says, "Hey, I want to publish your book," you don't really think about that. You don't really focus about that. And here's the thing that I learned that if you don't ask questions, and especially if you're a brand new author, a lot of the questions that you should ask, you're not going to ask because you don't really know what to ask. And that's where the publisher comes in. I feel that every publisher. Um, no matter how long you've been in the game, no matter how long you've been in the business, first and foremost, if you've never written a book and have not ever been signed under another author, you know, or a publisher, then um, don't 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 even think about starting a publishing company because you cannot identify and relate to how that author feels and what that author is experiencing. When it comes to the publisher signing um, an author, you need to break down to them what this means and, you know, and have that first initial conversation, whether it's 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, two days, three days, a week, however long it takes to make certain that the person that you're signing has a full understanding of what that contract means, but what happens, you know, in the industry, just keeping it 100, you have a lot of publishers that do, you know, have new authors that sign and don't really go over the contract. You know, they make it, they only tell them, okay, I'm signing you and you're going to get X amount for royalties. And so let's go ahead. Let's think about what your cover is going to look like. Um, You know, start telling people, you know, you're going to be published or whatever. But when it comes down, when it really comes down to it, um, they don't really do that. So at Diamond Mm -hmm. Cut, one of the things that we make a point of doing is, Anyone who has contacted us about signing with the company, we take that time and tell them, first and foremost, read the contract, you know, and then let's discuss the contract. And we go over the contract with them when they call, you know, and say, okay, this, you know, this is what's happening. This is what you can expect or whatever, Um, because that is really important because, you're asking someone to put their faith and trust in you that you're going to make their dream become a reality. Okay, not only should you make their dream become a reality, but you need to make certain they eat. You know, and when I say eat, I mean, um, as a publisher, we know that authors, and, and how do I do this? Because I wear, I, I wear two hats. I'm an author and I'm a publisher. So first of all, as an author, I know that I hold the power. Why? Because without my book, the publisher's not going to make no money, okay? Yeah. And as a publisher, I realize 
that that author is giving me an opportunity to help make their dream become a reality or to put their work out there. So in that case, why should I, um, as the publisher, try to say, well, I'm going to take more of a percentage than what you're going to have? No, I didn't write that book. It wasn't my hard time and energy and my countless hours that went into cultivating and developing that story. It was the author, you know. Um, but I'm going to stop because I kind of feel like I'm going off <laughs> on a little tangent here. But I will <laughs> say when it comes to yeah, I will okay. say this much to Amazon, any pub, all publishers know that it takes at least 90 days before you even see a profit from an ebook. Mm-hmm. Which is why at Diamond Cut we don't we look we could care less about that ebook. the The first thing, the first and important thing to us is putting up our author's paperback because we know that paperback is going to pay bills for the author. That paperback mm-hmm. is going to empower them to do some things right then and there, and they don't have to wait ninety days. You know, um, ninety. Do you know how long 90 days is? <laughs> you know, that's a long time, especially when you, you know, you got bills to pay or you or you might need to go get some groceries or, you know, just everyday, day-to-day expenses. You know, you shouldn't have to wait 90 days to, to see um, some type of benefit or reward from, you know, your hard work and your labor and your dedication, you know. So for us, you know, it's all about the paperback. Um because we want to empower our authors to be able to do what they need to do, you know. And for me, honestly, um, I didn't have my paperback until, I, you know, we started Diamond Cut. It was the first time that I ever had my book in my hand. And when sure. I got my books and then when I had people that said, oh, I want, I want, I want your book. And can you autograph it for me, you know, and to have that interaction mm-hmm. with that person and to see their excitement and my excitement. But you know what was even more exciting was when I gave them the the book and it was signed. But when they put that money in my hand and I looked at it and I realized, dang, I didn't have to wait 90 days. Wow. Mm-hmm. I can actually do something that I need to do right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to get back it to is- you because I'm going off the tangent. <laughs> Paperbacks are powerful, though, Tracy. You you know you yes, touch on are. so many they facets of, of 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 what it is to to the whole cycle of becoming an author. Because a lot of you know a lot of authors, you know, they most people think they sign a contract, they get out, and they think you're a success. But so much goes and so much is involved in becoming successful and being able to eat, yeah. as you say. So you have yeah. touched on so many areas that really needs to be spoken of, and we thank you for sharing that with us as well as our listeners. You're listening to Let's Chat Live here. My name is Tony, and I'm joined by my phenomenal co-host, Miss Felicia, and we have the amazing, the amazing Miss Tracy Knight on with us. She has shared so much. She is just filled with a plethora of information, and she's doing some great things, and we so appreciate you for joining us and sharing your time and passion with us, Faith. You really do. Well, it has definitely been a pleasure, and I am so thankful to you for the opportunity. Um, and um, actually, this is my first interview, so um, <laughs> for me, it's yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> it did yeah, sound so like you are on point. 
Yeah, so this, you know, this is this is my first interview, so it's definitely, you know, is a special day for me, and I am so thankful to you and um, Tony for, um, well, if you're Tony, well, I'm so thankful to you and Lisa for <laughs> you guys do something like for um, the opportunity, you know, to um, be on mm-hmm. Let's Chat and to, mm-hmm. you know, share a little bit about myself um, so that people do get to know who I am and what I do. So thank you so much. You are very welcome. You you know you are welcome welcome. back here anytime because you have a lot of things going on and you can touch on so many different avenues. You can touch four shows with just your one self. (laughs) That's right. Don't tempt me. (laughs) Well, you're always welcome back anytime, and your authors are always welcome back anytime. Just make sure you hit me yes. up, let me know, and I can get a date for you. It's not a problem. We actually had the okay. pleasure of having uh, King Diamond on our show a couple of uh, a month or so ago. So make sure you guys go back and check out our archives because he dropped some jewels in his interview as well. Mm-hmm. So this is a fabulous oh, yeah. team. Make sure y'all check them out. Tracy, before you head out of the chat room, make sure you shout out all of your social media candles for yourself and your company, um, as well as your book that is out. Okay, so um, again, we have a thin line between Love and Power, Love Got Me Gone, which is available on Amazon in both um, ebook as well as paperback. Um, you can find me on Facebook under Tracy Knight. We're also, um, I have a page, Silent Storm. Um, you can also find me on Instagram, um, Tracy Y Knight, and on Twitter, um, Silent Storm. And then we have Diamond Cut Publications, which is also on Facebook, um, Instagram, and Twitter. And of course, we, uh, oh, I almost forgot. For all of the readers and the authors who um, want to show your support, to the Diamond Cut family of authors, we have created the Diamond Cut um, Authors and Readers Lounge. So definitely come by, you know, and check us out and show some love. Um, let's see. Oh, and we have um, again um, Blackheart book, um, written in blood. We are going to be um, dropping our first sci-fi book called Twiggles Bound by uh, Miss Michelle Sanders. She's all the way over in South Africa, so we definitely want to, you know, show her some love. And please get that cookbook by uh, culinary chef Kateri, because I'm telling you now, um, I thought that, you know, being a Southern girl, I could burn in the kitchen, but after going through <laughs> looking at those recipes, man, my kitchen finna really be on fire. So, you know, the Christmas <laughs> holidays are coming out and ladies, if you want to impress that, you know, that special man in your life and if you can't cook, get this book. It'll definitely, you know, um, make you a culinary chef. So with that being said, um, thank you so much for having me on the show. And, again, shout-out to my Diamond Cut family. Um, Special shout-out to um, Let's Chat, King Diamond, and um, all of my readers and supporters. Thank you so much. You. Make sure you guys can pick up that cookbook. Yes, (laughs) I'm going to go check it out myself. (laughs) Well, thank you, Tracy. You have given us 
literally uh-huh. you have given yes. us a lot to chew on. <laughs> so thank you so yes. much. Yes. <laughs> well, you're welcome, and thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Have a good evening. You are more than welcome. And you have too. I love her energy, y'all. That is just great energy, mm-hmm. y'all. For our first interview, she has some awesome energy. We're going to take a brief break, and we're going to let Forever Red burn up the chat room tonight. We're going to hit you with some of this air and bebo. Yes, he got the keys to Bolivia, y'all. I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, one snore, she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, one snore, she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone Shorty like my Bonnie, set my name first Gonna make up, go in the same purse We out here on the grind she got the same thirst, I got a mind, body, and soul, three-round burst. My soldier in heels, the breast behind the ski mask, Netflix and chill. As I roll out the weed bag, she show how she feel. You know a nigga see that, she want my attention, and she know it's time to be back. I'm all the way down the block, put on Mary J. Block. Pump like handles till she see a mirage. When it's deep, my rib can feel a squeeze from her thigh. I could tell that she mind by the look in her eyes. If we get caught in the act, we'll be sentenced to life. So when it's time to throw down, we don't ever think twice, taking shots at the missus, but this is my wife, so all them shots be misses, bitch, get you a life, I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on, one line at a time, one snore, she gone, like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong, roll up one whiff and I'm gone, I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on, one line at a time, one snore, she gone, like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong, roll up one whiff and I'm gone, how you doing, love? What's your name, number, and son? You so divine. Let me look at you from behind. Yeah, your body banging. Coke bottle, some type of model. Digging how when you move through the crowd, the eyes follow. Got my attention. You got my head spinning. The kind of feeling that got you tripping so revealing. Mind state of a hustler, your style so appealing. I'm looking for a trip to Bolivia if you willing. The poor taking Szechuan State and take a break from the day to day. We can get away on a holiday. Vibing, coasting, bragging, boasting. Chopping it up, back to back, blunts in motion Hugging the ocean, shopping, copping, designer Baby, tell me how that sound, I want the finer Things in life, A1 weed, papers and pipes And we can get it right I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, one snore, she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, one snore, she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone You are now tuned in to the mother uh uh-uh, greatest all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Yes, we are back. We are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. I am Alicia, and I'm here with my right hand, and sometimes my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. We're talking that talk today a lot about love your position, but plot your promotion. Absolutely love where you are, but see where you will go. 
We have a fabulous Tracy Knight on. If you missed her interview, no worries. Make sure you go back and you can listen to our archives here on Blog Talk, or you can listen to our archives on iTunes as a podcast as well. Now we got the fabulous Forever Red kicking in the chat room door. Hey, Red, how are you? Good. How are y'all? Hey, sweetie, how you doing, girl? I'm good. How y'all doing? We are good. We are good. I love her. Y'all, let me tell y'all, we didn't know we were in the same hotel and let it kick back, but she is so sweet and down to earth. Let me tell y'all about this one right here. We sat outside for at least 20, 30 minutes, just just, just talking. But whatever, it was awesome. It was awesome. Now, for all of us, it was so nice to actually meet you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes, it was. No no, for those who don't know, who've had, who haven't had the chance to experience your fabulous pen, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your work. Um, you know, let me say this first. Um, thanks for having me. And it's crazy because I was sitting here and I was like, dang, I didn't even send a bio. Um, so I apologize. It's my bad. Um, as far as me, I am forever read. Um, I published my, well, I didn't, but uh, my very first uh, novel was published under Zitra Publications, December 23rd, 2013. So my anniversary is coming up. Um, Shortly thereafter, I uh, put out an erotic short story called Freakism. I got a lot of rave reviews about that, and so I rewrote it and made it a novella. Um. I also was signed with Raymond Francis, and I have the Nightmares in Pink series, one, two, and three. I also had uh, a series out with Cash and Lockdown Publications, Sleeping in Heaven series, and I have uh, Sadistic Saturdays, which is the most recent publication that I have with uh, Hood Chronicles. Super, super, super good story. Um, uh, so, uh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I am I am a mom to four. I'm from South Carolina, and um, that's pretty much it. I was a huge, huge, huge uh, fan of Urban Lit prior to becoming an author. Um, so I came and did a little walk on face, test the waters a little bit, and here I am. Wow, girl. <laughs> This is this is Tony Red, and uh, I had the pleasure of meeting you a couple of years ago at Nini's uh, soiree for her yes, birthday. Yes. And um, I just want to speak on one of your books that you just just dropped on the Sadistic Saturdays, girl. You I like already that. Was in you and you and Hood inbox. I was already on y'all. I've been listening <laughs> yes. about this book. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny, Tony. It's funny because. People ask me all the time, they say, you know, what's the best book you've ever written or what's this or, and they, they ask about the best book. And I'm like, dang, my best book or my best writing period is in uh-huh. Sadistic Saturdays and it's a collaboration. Crazy part about uh-huh. it is you you can't tell who wrote what and um, mm-hmm. because it flows so seamlessly. And that's why I said that, that, it's a great, great Great story, especially if if you're into erotica, it is awesome, and and I tell Girl. people all the time that is the best thus far, thus far. But also, no, mm-hmm. there hasn't been anything after that yet. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But girl, I love that book. Yeah, I told I said, you in the book. Girl, I said, oh yeah, I, I said that. Gotta get that book. Yeah, oh, you know yes. we waiting to one click. Well, you know, and, I, and I'm gonna tell you. Okay, here is a little a little bit about about Forever Red, and um, I think um, Miss Tracy just got finished saying, um, you know, about the box and being mm-hmm. contained, and I'm a little I'm a free spirit, and I'm one of those when I'm compelled to write, I write, and if I'm not, then I don't. So mm-hmm. yes, I have I have um penned in the erotic genre. And people that enjoy erotica, they enjoy that. Um, I've mm-hmm. also uh, penned a series in Urban Lit. It was I only did it once, and um, mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty good, and I got good reviews on that as well. I also did a mm-hmm. contemporary fiction series, which was a Sleep in a Heaven series, and I got good reviews on that. So I am an author that it's unfortunate, but fortunate. Um, you just don't know what you're going to get. But I do assure you that whatever the genre, I'm going to bring it. So, mm-hmm. you know, but, but but I do that. So the Sadistic Saturdays, to us, it was great. But, you know, to somebody that's not a lover of erotica or they're not into that, then it won't be. It's a really good. It really is. Absolutely. And we already yeah, got to hand up, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we do. I want to piggyback off you said what you – we have a hand up. We're going to take that hand, but I want to just piggyback off you, what you said, because even though you are a free spirit and you like to write freely, and if you want to write, you write, and if you don't, you don't, you don't. and those are, you know, good and bad, on, depending on who, who you ask. Right, right. However, the one thing I will say is that you know that being an author is hard work, and you have to do more than just write a book, and that's the Absolutely. one thing I love about you. You are an aggressive Brander, you a go getter. You talk, you interact you. with your readers. The thing is, and the number one thing that I love about a lot of authors is, you have authors that don't have to post their books in every group, and they don't have mm-hmm. to because they interact with their readers, they get with their readers, they talk to their readers, and their readers become their free promotion because they go out and they're like, "Girl, yes, I read her book." Da 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 da. Oh, right. That was a good one. Yes. Let me tell you, if you wrote it on the back of a paper sack, girl, I got that paper sack. A paper sack, girl. Right. Yes. And so after the, after the reader finished running now, half of the paper sack, they're like, girl, what, what store did you get that from? I got to get this paper sack. So <laughs> you know, it's, you know it's, what? Nothing really, it's nothing wrong with that, but you do know that being an author is hard work and you, you got to grind whether you're writing or not. You do. And, and I'm going to tell you, I'm so slack. I'm so slack when it comes down to um, pushing ebooks, and I admit to that. I, you know, when it comes down to pushing ebooks, and, and I'm gonna tell you, I, I I'm in several groups, and there are several groups that I can go in and just for laughs, or just to vent, or whatever the case. And it's not many that I have, but there's you know a couple, and it's it's really cool just to interact without seeing a billion links. Like you know, we know you out there. I, I I know y'all know I'm out here, and I feel like this. Mm-hmm. You'll get to me when you can. I'm not in a rush simply because the race is not always won by the swift. That's how I feel about it. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you get to me, cool. That's fine. Words are immortal, and they're going to last forever. So I'll wait my time. Right now, if it's it, great. If it's not, okay. But I'm still here, and I'm coming. Now, that's on the Internet end. But on the street, because I'm a paperback hustler, I'm a paperback hustler because I am, um, I have been published with companies 
and I've also self-published. So I've seen both sides of things, and on the street, for for me as an author, having both ebooks and paperbacks published um, by all um, publishing companies and not, um, I know for a fact that paperbacks are going to help me in my journey through life. Ebooks, that's right. Not so much. Not so much. Mm-hmm. So that's I'm right. flat. I'm flat on Facebook. I'm flat. Yeah, but I'm in your face in the street. You know, like we we about to discuss the same. Why why is it you feel like you can't have this book? No 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 no. Oh, you are gonna leave with this work? That's that's how I do. <laughs> so that's but you know, and that's in the street. So so I mm-hmm. I use Facebook to interact with people. That's what Facebook is for for me. It's networking. It's not dropping my link every five minutes in 500 different groups. That's not what it is for me. So that's why you don't see that. That's good and bad, too. There's good and bad, too. But for me, where I am in life, that's okay for me. Right. It's okay. But it's great. It's actually great because your readers become like calves. So they they go out and they pick up other readers, their friends, people that read that may not read. They bring them over to party red, and your job is to shut the show down and make sure that they stay and become, you know, part of the party. So it's it's never nothing wrong with that. As long as if you are interacting with your people, they know that you write. Now, if you're not interacting or you interacting, they don't know you write a book. You don't never talk about your work on the street or out on social media, then that's a problem because you're not really going to make no money. But if you push your work somewhere, face-to-face is the best way. That's the best way because you're only going to get a few people, a handful of people on social media. You know, to really that's going to one-click. Like you can get 200 people that's going to like your post about whatever you post, but it's not necessarily those 200 people have one-click. You know what I'm saying? Right. it ain't nothing wrong with that. So we're going to take this caller, 404-449. You are live in the chat room. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, it's Tracy Johnson Leonard. Hey, Stacy. Hey, Stacy. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, my boos. I'm How you doing? Well, you too. I'm How good. you doing? I'm good. Hey, Miss Forever Red. Hey, hey. So for me, when it comes to Forever Red, what she's memorable for, for me, is her pitch. Her pitches are just, oh, my God. And it's smooth. And it's, oh let my me God. tell y'all something about me. You, you, put the, you just put something out there. Let me tell y'all something. There's a thing about pitching your book. You either throwing up your synopsis. Don't nobody want to just listen to you throw up no dang off synopsis. Yeah, I said it. Don't send me no inboxes. But this one right here can pitch a book. It's so smooth. It's like you don't even realize that you're going to open up your wallet. It's like, sure, I'll take it. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate she, that. She already, she already know how I feel about her pitches. And for me, you know, being a reader, um, even if I don't like your book, if I walk up to you and I'm like, okay, well, you know, okay, pitch me your book. If you can pitch me your book, I might not like the title, the cover, the synopsis, not, but I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm, I got to get it. But, you know, I'm going to tell you, Stacey, Stacey, look, and this is so funny that you say that. And and the reason why it's funny, Stacey came to the Atlanta Kickback. I don't know if y'all got to see her or not, but I did. 
So when she comes over, yeah, I did. I got you know, we're talking, okay. She comes over to my table, and she, she, she's going to buy a book. Great. She whips out her card. I left my square at home simply because I never travel with it because um because I'm so um I'm so unorthodox that you can mm-hmm. pump me ten dollars worth of gas or buy me some milk, some eggs and, and, and some bread and, and we can make this ten dollars work. <laughs> I don't I don't always have to swipe cards. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So so mm-hmm. I didn't take right. it with me. So Stacy so Stacy says, Okay. She whips out a phone. Here comes the PayPal. Okay, well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm 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 slow. I'm country. Okay, that's that's why paperbacks mean so much to me because that's what I know. So mm-hmm. Stacy has her phone and she's got the PayPal and I'm looking at my phone like ready to log in to the actual app and she takes my phone from me and she looks at it and she says, "You don't even have it." Next thing you know, here comes the ten dollars out of the wallet, and she's like, "Here, red, here," and she, you know, and she takes the book and she's gone. So, so yes, Stacy. Thank you so much. Thank you. We had to we, we, we had to go through the methods but 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 she walked away with this work. Mm-hmm. There you have it. That's a true avid reader. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm you like this is the thing, you can learn something at all times. I mean you have authors that have different ways of doing what they do and some do it so very well. You know, and but there are always some things that you can learn. Like she went from the square to PayPal, and it's like boom. That's like three different ways to get to get your book sold right there. And she's like, wow. And then I got ten dollars, but I she still learned. Like, shoot, let me make sure I got my PayPal together because there's always avenues for you to get your money. Mhm. That's right. You gotta get them coins. <laughs> you gotta get them coins. I just want to say thank you forever, Red, you know, for being who you are, you know, for writing great books and, more importantly, your pitches. You need to do it. Uh, everybody doing seminars and webinars and everything. You need to do a webinar on pitches. Mm, there you go. <laughs> um, because by me just saying that right there, yeah, everybody you know, can't pitch a book. But, you know, everybody can't pitch a book, and you're so right. Me and T talked about that when we went to the Harlow Book Fair. Those ones that had those smooth pitches, I was more inclined to buy their book. But when you just throw mm-hmm. the synopsis and it's more technical and mechanical, I'm like, okay, you don't even know what the book is about, but you want me to buy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I got to buy it, and you don't even know what it's about. You don't even mm-hmm. – that's what so that pitching your book I'm... shows your passion. Go ahead. Right. I'm going to be looking for that posting, Miss Forever Red, about you what? doing <laughs> doing webinars for pitches, really. Oh, yeah. Each one, teach one. <laughs> I don't, you know what? You know, each one, teach you know, one. I, don't even, I wouldn't even know where to begin, but that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I didn't you know. tried it. No, I'm serious. I didn't know that, that people thought it. Thought, I, I didn't know that anybody okay. thought that way. I didn't. Okay, so I'm going to inbox you. Don't even worry about it. Or you inbox me. I know, and you will. You will. You called me out on the last show when you said, um, when you first said your name. I was like, oh, shoot, oh, shoot. What do I owe her? What did I forget? Because, you know, last show you called in, and you was like, well, I'm mad. Because you, you, you told me you was going to do this, 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 and this, and I, I, I forgot. And 
I'm sorry. Still. And then I'm sitting like, oh, man. Stacey done let the whole world know my memory ain't worth shit. Not the whole world. I can't do this. Not the whole world. Well, you know, it's in the wind. You kept your word, though. You did do it. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was my mistake. Better late than never. Better late than never. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah, better late than never. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm going to tell you this, Stacey, real talk, real talk is uh, we as readers, we appreciate you, and um, and I say that because you support in so many different ways, and it's awesome just to have somebody to say, hey, I support you. And it, it, it's the biggest pat on That's the back right. that any of us can ever, ever, ever receive, and you are so appreciated. I want you to know that you called me out on the blog show, um, and then you hit me up in my inbox. And, and I knew and you know what it was about. Look, look, look. You know what it was about. You hit me up. I'm not talking about the, I'm not talking about what I forgot. Uh, I'm talking about um, uh, after the okay. um, Atlanta kickback. You hit me up in the inbox, and uh, I okay. already knew. I already knew. And and I appreciate that. I appreciate you bringing that to me. Saying okay. is thank you across the board. You are awesome, and you mean a lot to us. As authors, oh, thank okay. you. I love, I love y'all too. But help us one to another. We appreciate you. Yes, we. Thank but you know, you. we so appreciate you calling in, Stacy, and supporting you. Always support. But that's that's the biggest thing is being able to keep every keep each other accountable without feeling mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying. It's, it's not like you got to feel away, but sometimes you forget stuff. Sometimes. You know, it, mm. it it misses you for a minute. So that accountability, it's nothing wrong with that, you know, to have that. Sometimes it's good to have that that one person that is, you don't need a yes man or a yes sir all the time. You need that one person right. that's going to nudge you and be like, well, what about? And you can be like, you sure is right. You know right. what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, Red, I want to ask you if, we're sitting here a year from now talking about your accomplishments in 2016. Um, what are some of the things that we will be speaking about? As far as my accomplishments go? Things that you want to accomplish, that you wanted to accomplish in 2016. So this time next year we're having the same conversation, and we're talking about things that you wanted to accomplish, things that you wanted to birth out, things that you wanted to put in place. What are some of the things that we'll be talking about? Oh, man. Um, okay. I have, um, I, I'm in the midst of, I'm, I'm going to write a book. Well, I'm, 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 I'm going to um, publish this book. And the book has a very outlandish title. And it, I'm going to catch so much slack for it, but for some unknown reason, for some unknown reason, I can't let it go, okay? And I'm standing strong on this for for whatever reason. So this time next year, I'm going to be getting, like, the biggest pat on the back, not because this story just blew every story out of the water, but because I actually stood strong and I stood firm and I stood for something I believed in instead of letting somebody come along and change it. So oh. that that is it, it's gonna be um a nice growth conversation. And that that's what it's gonna be for me. I don't know about y'all, but for me, that's what it's gonna be. Oh, staying true to yourself. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I've had several publishers and I've, I, again, I've written in different genres and, you know, and my outcome has always been the same, but mm-hmm. I try it again and I try it again and I try it again. And, and it, it's not a problem. It's not a problem at all because mm-hmm. right now I still have my good mind. My imagination still works. So it's mm-hmm. not a problem. And, and I'll keep trying until one day, boom, I, I, I'm sitting on Oprah's couch. But, um, <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. So, you know, it's, like I said, it's, it's for me, every, every, every company that I've been with, everybody has rules and guidelines and stipulations. They have all of this stuff and it's what it is. But mm-hmm. in this particular case, I want to be outside of that box. And I want to go against the grain just to see, because if everybody stays in that box that has been set forth, nobody knows what happens mm-hmm. outside. And guess what? The best part about being on the bottom is you already know what it feels like. So mm-hmm. if nothing happens, that's great. Cause guess what? It's not going to get any worse. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think. I think mm-hmm. that's what I think we as people are afraid of. It's chance and it's change, and that's what I'm I'm setting out to do. Mm-hmm. That's so true. This is Tony Red, but people are afraid of change, and even if it's change for the better. But girl, you have so much going on. You have written um, various books in different genres, and you you like Misha said at the top of your interview, you're such a free spirit. What is yes. it that brings Red such joy? Um. Waking up, waking up. Mm-hmm. I am the biggest morning person you will ever come by because I'm a firm believer that somebody somewhere didn't wake up, and I'm so appreciative that it wasn't me. And mm-hmm. that that's how that it right right. So that's what that's what makes me go on. I'm gonna tell you something. I had an aneurysm in 2000, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, I had an aneurysm three days three days after. I had my second child and, you know, I was in ICU for a week and somehow, some way, when they put me on the operating table and they put this camera in my head, the aneurysm had already clotted. I was no longer bleeding and mm-hmm. I escaped the surgery. Now, my memory ain't, ain't worth nothing, but, but that's okay. <laughs> because if I have to remember it, that means it's in the past. If it's in the past, can't do nothing about it now. Might as well push forward. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. That's right. you know, for me, every single day, every single day is is it's the biggest blessing, and and I'm here to witness it. That's what pushes me forward. I'm a free spirit because you know it is what it is. People want to do what people want to do. You can't live without them. You can't live in a bubble. Mm-hmm. So life That's itself. Life itself is going to fuss you. Pardon my, my French, but it is. So you might as well find a position you like and, and enjoy it. <laughs> I like that. That's right. It's so true. I like that. But we have another hand up, but I want to ask you, because, you know, I, I've been itching, waiting for you. For, I want to expound on sadistic Saturdays, because you know I was all in the Google with that, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Okay. <laughs> all in the Google. But well, we're gonna take a, a is Leash is that our guest or is that a caller in? I couldn't tell. <laughs> I'm checking now. 
Okay. But why she checked with your question now? How how was it working with Arthur Hood? Everything. <laughs> it was so <laughs> great. Let me tell you, I, I love Hood. He is the most amazing person ever. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. um he's a good friend of mine and um uh-huh. It, when he popped up, I did a clear blue and he said, hey, Red, after I had announced that I wasn't writing anymore, um, mm-hmm. he popped up and said, hey, do you remember when you said, and I'm just like, here we go. So, I, okay, I said, I'd write it, I'll write it. So uh-huh. he, sent, he sent me what he had so far, and then I asked him, I said, Hood, why do you want me to write this book with you? And he says, because. You are an amazing erotica author, this, that, and the other, and yes. this is for you throughout the entire mm-hmm. way. He sent me a guideline that said, mm-hmm. an outline, excuse me, an outline that had, this is going to be for this, this is going to be for this, and it, it was just great because he was right there, and I write erotica. Him, not mm-hmm. so much. So, mm-hmm. you know, he, he asked a lot of questions, and he sent me each chapter, that he had written, and he's just like, mm-hmm. can you check it for me? Just make sure it's mm-hmm. right. And um, he told me, Google and Porn Red, you can do this. Because I was just like, oh, my gosh, what does this mean? What is that? What is this? And he's just like, okay, Red, get yourself together. So he was a coach the entire way. Uh-huh. He's great. He's great. I, I absolutely love Arthur Hood and Girl. I just hope that you guys do another collaboration because that book I keep telling you, I've been telling Leash just about every other show about Sadistic Saturdays. I absolutely I know. love that. I got the book. Well, I just you. haven't had time to read it. Thank you. I got the book. I get so busy. I don't, I don't get a book, but I just get so busy. Sometimes I don't have time to sit and read it. Well, you know what? And that's why I'm going to help you with that. See, see, you're one of these people. Y'all talk about my pitch. This is, this is here it comes. All right, everybody is busy. We know life happens, so I'm going to tell you what you do. You take the book. You take the book, and you sit it on the back of your toilet. Please don't tell me you don't use the bathroom. You ain't doing nothing else. Why, instead of sitting there Facebooking, instead of sitting there Facebooking, let me get you to flip through these pages or scroll along this screen, because I assure you, there's time. The problem with this book is, the time that you designate while you're sitting on your throne, be it five minutes, 12 minutes, whatever the case may be, while you're sitting there, now you're going to have to generate time because you're not going to want to stop. That is Guaranteed. so true. That is Guaranteed. so true. And, Red, I told you, I should have been in a gym all summer, and I was on the plaza reading that book. <laughs> I couldn't put it down. Yes, that's what, it is great. It is great. Yes, I read it. I wrote it, but I also read it. And I read it in part. You know and what? And then I read it all together. You know it's great. Red mm-hmm. just read me. She just read me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have my husband put a bookshelf in my bathroom. <laughs> oh, oh, no. You know, I'm going to put a bookshelf in the bathroom by the floor. I'm going to buy, you know, the bookshelf. I'm going to put a little bookshelf there. You see? You can even put little trinkets in there. You never know. It's the bathroom. <laughs> Have you ever read on um, that shower screen? <laughs> so, but I'm just saying. Yes. You know, because I'm just saying, I've written several, several bathroom scenes. Several bathroom scenes. So, you know, be it books, you know, nooks and books. How about that? 
show. Right there on the show. And you can go in there. Right. Quickie. Three minutes tops. You're in and out. Oh, my Lord. Oh, man. I love you, Red. We appreciate you for coming to kick you with us in this chat room. You know you are welcome yes. back anytime. Thank y'all Whenever so much for having hit. me. We love Whenever you, Whenever that feeling hits you to stroke that pin, make sure you uh, let us know when it drops. Absolutely. And we do appreciate you. Want you shout out your social media uh, and the books that you have available, where they can be picked up, and any <laughs> events that you're going to be okay. hey, see you. Mm-hmm. And make sure I do what? Make sure you make sure any of us another book be gracing us back. Oh, I'm, right. I'm sorry. I'm confused. Oh, Slow it down for the short bus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was saying to shout out your social media where people can get your work and okay. any events that you have that we can, you know, be graced uh, your presence. But Tony said, All make right. sure that you don't take so long to write that next book. Because nobody got time oh, to wait right. two, three years for a book. I'm going to need you to put it in your calendar. You better write a chapter a month till you get the film. Wait, okay. Okay. Why she's wait, in the bathroom? I know. I know. Look. I promise you. I promise you. In my head, in my head, it's like ping pong. I can hear the different voices, and I can hear what y'all are saying, and I'm sitting here like, why are they doing this to me? Here, check this out. Let me go ahead and let you know this right here. Please know, I got you. I got you. As a matter of fact, I am I'm on the market for an editor. Hello, hello. On the market for an editor. Um, so, yes, you will not have to wait long for that book. Remember I told you, outlandish title. Trust me, it'll be worth the doggone conversation when it comes out. So I'll be back. As far as books available, you can find me on Amazon if you wish for ebooks. You can find the Nightmares in Pink series. That's one, two, and three. You can also find Sadistic Saturdays with with me and Hood. You can also find Freakism. Um, The best place to get it, and I ask everybody to get it, it's not a pickup. I do deliver. I also ship, and it is free. So you can call me because I do paperbacks. Hashtag one of paperbacks. And uh, something else is coming up. Yes. South Carolina Authors United, um, author Tyree Blaze, author Tasty Thoughts, author Royal Nicole, and Jerome Summers and Felicia Allen. South Carolina United, they are bringing forth uh, a state of emergency book, all South Carolina authors, all South Carolina stories, and it is coming to you next year. So be on the lookout. That's what I have going on. Awesome. 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 Yes. awesome. <laughs> All right. right. Well, That's good. I'm good. Bye. Hey, yes, you good. And you have a wonderful evening. We appreciate it. All right. You. Thank y'all so much for your time. Thank you, and thank y'all so much for listening. You're welcome. You're thank more you, than welcome. We love sweetie. you. <laughs> love you too. <laughs> I love, I love her. I love her energy. Yes, we had like the best time. That was like 30 minutes outside the front of a hotel, just cutting up. It was just the best time, though, so I so appreciate her for coming in here. We got our next mm-hmm. guest. This guest is a independent artist, and he's here to grace the chat with his presence. So let's bring him oh, in here. How are you? Hey, how you doing? Oh, how are you? 
Right. You ain't got to come in like very white and things. All right. Show you right. Let's do the chat room and do us down. Right. You came in here like, hey, how y'all doing? We all right. How you? I'm saying, you know, I got to put my sexy voice on. You know, I'm an R&B artist, so I got to put my sexy voice on. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I ain't all up in here. We appreciate you. What we want you to do is we want you to pronounce your name because we don't want to jack it up because we good for tearing up somebody's name, honey. <laughs> okay. My name is Demetheon Prashard. Demetheon Prashard. All right. Do you have a, do you have a nickname? I don't know base on that. Why do you have such a base on that? Goodness. What do you call me? The Demetheon the, the Prashard. From, from Africa. Oh, okay. All right. I'm a, I'm a hey. call you Mr. D. Don't worry, I already got me cutting out. Actually, my nickname is Boo. So y'all can call me Boo if you want to. Oh. All right, Boo. Boo. That works for us, Boo. <laughs> we can do that. Yeah, we sure can. Now you really go. Now with a name like that, you really gonna make me cut up. <laughs> we just we do. We cut up sometimes. Don't mind us. We cut up. But for everybody that does not know who you are, boo, make sure you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, your journey, and your work. Well, I'm a um, R&B artist, actor, songwriter, professional recording artist, certified boss. Um, I'm from Georgia. I'm from a small town, Tipton, Georgia. Shout out to everybody that's Tipton. Um, I mean, a lot of people don't know that. Um, actually, I just came home from last year. I did. I I, I was in prison, and um, you know, shout out everybody in the lockdown. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's out there listening. You got people locked down. Show them love. The same way you show them love on the streets. So with that being said, but yeah, um. I started writing songs in there, and um, I mean, those guys in there could be motivated. What you need to get out there and do, do your music, do your music, do your music. So I was always sit down and, you know, um, you know they they call me radio. They used to call me radio, 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 thing or something. So you know, um, and a lot of things um, I wanted to do when I when I came home. And plus, I'm tired of all these R&B artists trying to rap and all the rappers trying to sing. So I'm going to bring R&B back. That's what I'm trying to do, bring R&B back. I know that's right. What you say, people, what you know? You say, I'm going to need y'all to stick with what y'all know because y'all, it's not working. <laughs> that part. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's trying to rap. So I'm singing. I'm going to bring this. I'm going to bring this wrong, this... R. Kelly style, this Usher style back, you know, Trey Songz. He, he, I'm, oh, he better tighten up. Nice. He better, he better okay, tighten up. Okay, please. All right, well, we're going to cross our legs real tight to the left, and then we want you all to give want you to give us like a little 16, do a little, little short little something, because, you know, we love exclusives. We love samples. We love treats. And so we're going to cross our legs to the left real tight, and then, just give us a little sample. Let's do a little sample. That's all we need. We'll wait. All right. I got a, I'm working on something now. Well, actually, um, shout out to Trinity. 
Duquesne in um, North Carolina, Graham, North Carolina, I'm thinking. Um, I still heard a song called Gucci and Prada. I got to send it to you guys, too. Y'all, y'all going to love it. But um, oh. I got a song I called Gucci so. and Prada. Gucci Prada's for the ladies, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's really for, you like, you know, I wrote the song, like, um, you know, I'm just letting ladies know, you know, every man don't cheat, 10% of men don't cheat, but like, might be five, I don't know, but, um. <laughs> just five. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. I'm keeping it real, I'm keeping it real, okay. And, you know, <laughs> I know y'all worry about when we leave the house, you know what I'm saying? I just wrote the song, let them know, you know, when I leave the house, I'm going to get some money for you and me because you are so expensive, and I know you love Gucci and Prada, so I'm going out here to hustle or whatever I got to do or to work and bring you home Gucci and Prada. And um, that's actually I wrote the song for, you know what I'm saying? And, um, since y'all still got y'all legs crossed, it goes a little something like this. I can't stay on base. Gotta get this money up. Money, I gotta go. Gotta get this money up. Gucci, father. Girl, you're looking like a sexy model. Rip that apple bottom. I'm coming back to money. Don't so fast. Daddy, gonna be right back. Don't look at me that way. You make me wanna stay. Baby, let down your hair and throw on that Chanel. Kick it with your girls. Boy, I didn't see the world. Baby, I'm worried about, about me and you. Because the love we have can't no one stand up to. When we first met, I told you I get paid for money maker. Gucci, Prada, girl, you're looking like a sexy model. I can't stay on base. Gotta get this money up. Sorry, I gotta go. Gotta get this money up. Gucci, Prada. Girl, you're looking like a sexy model. Put that up on bottom. I'm coming back tomorrow. All right, now. That's it. Uh-huh. All right, well, All right, then, radio. Right. All right, then, radio. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Real funny. <laughs> All right. But, you know, I do want to commend you because our topic today is love your position but plot your promotion. And by you coming from behind the wall, you coming home, a lot of times people lose focus. Uh, they lose focus because they are normally around people that are unfocused themselves. But you committed to your future. You committed to whatever it is that was putting your spirit to make sure that you said, I'm about to sing and this is what I'm about to do, and you did it. You've been out for a year, and you it, I know that it's not easy, but you are pushing forward to do what you got to do to make sure that your vision comes to fruition. So I just want to applaud you because we all know you, but we know you now, so we are very proud of you. Uh-huh. Thank you very much. Thank you all very much. You know, it's you know, it's just I mean, when you in there, I mean, we, it, it makes you stronger, and you know what I'm saying. So we get out here is it's, it's like I'm I'm a totally different from the guys out here. You know what I'm saying? They I, I'm uh-huh. not getting thrown off track. I've been through a lot. You know what I'm saying? I've been through a lot. I've been away from my family, and it only me go harder, you know what I'm saying? And also, I know there's guys in there that's never coming home and 
know what I'm saying? And I do this with them, them also, you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, it, it, it's a crazy world, you know what I'm saying? And I just mm-hmm. try to stay motivated, you know, and I, I've been waiting on this moment so long, bro. I, I'm ready. I'm so mm-hmm. ready. Wow. I'm so That's ready. Great. Now, Boo, this is Tony. Um, you know, uh, like we should say, we do commend you because it's not it's not an easy journey. But it's one thing sitting behind the wall and you're pinning your songs and you're doing your thing, and when you actually transition into the to into the society, it's a totally different animal. What has been the hardest transition that you have had to get to where you are today, where you are actually singing your song? Well, the hardest transition was me coming home, you know, um, really, really meeting through the music. I mean, I, I already had everything ready. I mean, I'm writing new songs also. But the hardest thing been, um, you know, trying to find some, some real, some, some trust, trustworthy people that I can work with and you know, um, share my music with. Cause most people try to take what you got and stay, steal your music and. You know what I'm saying? Some mm-hmm. people be hate. Some people hate on you. You know what I'm saying? Like some, I, I don't record it. Some places they, you know, and some people just hate that I came home and I'm moving. I'm moving better than them. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. that's really that's that's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. They, they they should be applauding me. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. yeah, that that's really been the hardest thing and. You know, trying to find um, the right people to work with, you know, that I can spread my music around the whole world. You know what I'm saying? I got all kind of music. I got club music. I got pop music. I got R&B. You know what I'm saying? I got all kind of script club. Whatever you want to do, I, I, I can do it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Now, what is the hardest part about being an independent artist? Because now you're home, but you know when when artists have that label behind them, they have that work engine, they got that engine. But when you have an independent artist, they don't necessarily have that engine. So what's the hardest part yeah. about being an independent artist? Would you I say? mean, spending my money, spending my own money, <laughs> <laughs> spending my money. You know, um, you know, I got I got to work off a budget. Well, also with me and my dad. And like Otis, Otis Green, shout out, shout out my dad, Otis. Um, that that's my best friend, my my brother, and everything. You know, he, well, he's the CEO of my of of our record label, Certified Records. You know, we also got the publishing Certified Boss Publishing. And um, you know, um, it just it's just a lot. It's just a lot of things. Uh-huh. It can t- sound like it can be overwhelming. This is Tony. You're, you're listening to Let's Chat. My name is Tony once again, and I'm joined by my phenomenal co-host, Miss Alicia. And we're going to awesomely talented singer, songwriter, and I'm going to give it o- shout it over to Boozle. He can pronounce his proper name because I don't want to jack it up. But Booz, let them know um, your whole name that you're joining us tonight. I don't want to mess your name up now. I, I can call you Boo, but tell us your 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 name. <laughs> All right, my name, this is my real name. This is my first and middle name, so I use it as mm-hmm. my stage name because don't nobody have it. <laughs> but it's, but my name is um, D. Mithian Pushard. Mithian Pushard. Okay. Mithian Pushard. Okay. 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 Okay.
Once again, it is Demetheon Pashard. All right. And if you have any questions you'd like to ask, Boo, just press your one and we'll bring you into the chat room. <laughs> now, Boo, this is right now. We hate to use all of you, Boo. I know, right? <laughs> Go ahead, Sue. What we got, Sue. We don't want to mess your name up. We sure don't. What is it about music that, that draws you, that talks to you? Tell us what it is about music that you love. I mean, music just make me, it take me away. You know what I'm saying? When, I, when music just like like when I when I actually came home and recorded the first song and like oh my god I made a hit I almost cried. Really? Almost cried. Yes, it 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 it, it, it it's really it emotional. You that much, huh? Yeah, I, I was really emotional because I made a hit. You know what I'm saying? I made a I made a hit. I mean, I've been. I always thought about, oh my God, I need I need somebody to do my beats. I need somebody to engineer from. Uh-huh. I need, and when I got home, everything still right in place. Boom, 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 boom. I'm like, whoa. And when I actually went oh. to Atlanta and and recorded in um, Eleven Street Studios, I called Eleven Street Studios. Shout out to um, shout out to Quick Engineer Quick, uh-huh. you know, Eleven Street Studios. Um, and we called it Gucci and Prada, and I got a song called Ten Toes, which you guys would get. Um. And I mean, we click right on. We click right on, and and it, it really moved me that I'm actually out here doing what I always dreamed about doing, and my vision, and everything coming, coming, coming clear. Mm-hmm. That's great. And we would be honored to add your music to our library. You know, we have a, a rich li- musical library here on Let's Chat as well. But, but we have a hand up. Do you feel like taking a call? Yes, yeah, sure, I took a call. Hey, we got 904-382. You're live in the chat room. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Oh, we got some background noise. Okay. Uh, I'm the author known. Uh, y'all know who I am now. Come on now. Stop, ladies. I'm the author known as King Diamond. <laughs> King Diamond is officially in the building. Okay, what's up, hey, King Diamond? What's up? Hey, what's going on? What's going on, bro, man? Listen, man, I'm talking about, man, first and foremost, man. You know what I'm talking about? Heard the song, man. I'm talking about you all at a bag of chips. You know what I'm talking about with the soda, man. You know what I'm talking about? Wish you the best of success, man. You know what I'm talking about? Don't let nobody disturb your groove, man. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Like, really. You know, when I open up Diamond Cut Records, man, you know what I'm talking about? You're going to be one of my first considerations. You know, um, up, yeah, I've been yeah, I've been listening to the show from beginning to end, and I think, you know what I'm saying, tonight is like one of the most special nights with me listening in, you know, not only because, you know what I'm talking about, Mad Props, you know what I'm saying, to uh, Silent Storm, you know, Diamond Cut Publication, other CEO. But, you know what I'm saying, I never had opportunity to, actually converse with Forever Red, but, you know, I see the sister, you know what I'm talking about, she grinding and shine, and that's what I'm about. Um, yeah. But, bruh, you know what I'm saying, just want to um, give you a vote of confidence, man, you know what I'm saying? You know, like I said, man, every day you wake up, man, you know, strap the shoes up real tight, man, you know, because it's, you know, it's evil out there, you know what I'm talking about, music industry, yeah. book industry, you know, and it's not necessarily going to be the industry, it's the people that come into the industry. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? The industry is going to always be beautiful. It's going to be the outsiders who come in there. You know what I'm talking about with that fuckery that's going to try to steal your joy, man. 
you know, and um, yeah, man, you know, when you, you know, when you um, drop that music, man, you know, uh, step on my page, man, drop that link, man, you know what I'm talking about, because I'm about that, man, I support, you know what I'm talking about, all brothers, especially the brothers who done been in that struggle behind that fence, man, you know what I'm talking about, because I could definitely relate, man, but um, Alicia and um, Tony, you know what I'm saying, Uh, you know we're going to have to do a um, diamond cut takeover, um, so I'm going to be... Getting with y'all, you know, talk about for the near future, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, okay. and um, like I, yeah, and like I say, bro, um, I'm extend, man. You know, I'm talking about I've been in the game for a little minute, man. You know what I'm saying? And you know, blessed to have a lot of knowledge, man, about a whole lot of things. So if you ever need me, man, you know, I'm talking about my advice is free because I want to see everybody eat, man. So you know, hit me up on Facebook, man. You know. And, uh, what's, man, your, uh, what's your name on Facebook, Diamond? Well, well, they say you know they made they made me change my name. You know what I'm talking about. They, I guess they thought I was gonna lose supporters, but I'm bigger and better than ever. Yeah, we 25 uh-huh. strong too, Leisha. Yeah, we 25 strong. Um, wow. awesome. Yeah, we got a squad. So uh, everything from sci-fi, I got a butt naked man with the erotic poetry. I got all that. You know, cookbooks, anything you want, we got it. But um. Bro, they made me change my name. My name was Arthur King Diamond. You'll still see it in parentheses, but, uh, you know, they were trying to bring me down. So, Jesse Sanders, that's my real government name, you know what I'm talking about. Don't try to look that up. Yeah, don't try to look that up in institutions, man. That shit is scary. But um, (laughs) Jesse Sanders, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Yeah, J-E-S-S-E. S-A-N-D-E-R-S. You know, even Big Jesse, man. You know, I'm, I'm the third. You know, Jesse Senior was a gangster. Jesse Jr. was a gangster, you know. So I'm from my daddy nuts, so you know how that goes. You know what I'm talking about? It, um, it, 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 yeah. That's why we love you. That's why we love yeah. you, King. Yes, we do. And we appreciate <laughs> you calling can. in and being so supportive. Because there's one thing, because I don't know nothing else about King Diamond, is you support every anybody. And we so appreciate you calling in and giving our our our, our guest support. Supporting your listen to our show. Listening to our show, you support us. We so appreciate you, and we will make Most sure that we get your team on in January uh, and have that take over. Because I'm excited. I love. Oh my God, we just love Tracy. She is so wonderful. So shout out to y'all. Yes, we did. <laughs> thanks. All right. Thanks again, Thank Kay. you, ladies. Appreciate All you. All right, bro. Have a good Thank night, bro. You. All right, you too, man. Have a good one. All right. All right. Okay. Absolutely. So definitely look up him. Oh, they look up him. It's always good to have that support. Now, Boo, when you came home, because talking about support, when you came home, what who was one of the like strongest forms of support that you had, uh, making sure that you stayed grounded and stayed. Steadfast in your vision. Oh, most definitely. Um, my grandmama Ernestine Rose, shout out to her. I love her very much. Um, my dad, um, my mom, my aunt Tracy. Shout out to everybody that you know supported me when I was down the road and I felt I didn't have anything. You know what I'm saying? They kept me money on my book. You know they kept me motivated and everything. Told told me just pray and you know everything gonna be all right. Mhm. I know that's right. 
And that's, Absolutely. And that, that's you know, so you know, it's not, it's all a handful and it's all a handful, you know, in the you know, I mean I love all my family but you know, um you know, some people don't understand the struggle, you know what I'm saying? So I, I don't hold the grudge against nobody that that didn't um that, that wasn't all the way there for me, you know what I'm saying? You know. Mm-hmm. I, I I love everybody, you know what I'm saying? You know, and keep it moving. Mhm. Absolutely. So we like to do fun facts about our guests. So I'm going to give you five fun, quick questions just so we can get just a little bit out of you. So you ready? We ready? You ready? All right. (laughs) Okay, stay real quick. Stay real quick. All right. Uh, Bacon or turkey? Turkey. All right. Are you a hunter or gatherer? Mm-hmm. All right. If you could give advice to your previous boss, everybody got one of them bosses that they just they just got some advice to give them. So if you could give some advice to your previous boss, what would it be? My fault. You said my fault. No, a previous Hi. boss, E O S S, right? A you previous a boss, E O S S. Mhm. Repeat the question again. If you could give advice to your previous boss, what advice would you give them? You know, everybody got that one job, that one boss that when they left, they like they just need to know that if they just did such and such and such, their career might go a little better. Mm-hmm. My previous boss. Right. Well, I can say to them that um, I mean, well, thank them for treating me, you know, like a human being, and you know, uh, motivating me also for doing what I do, and continue to um, motivate everybody else, and continue to pray. Mhm. Okay. Absolutely. And what inspires you? My grandma inspires me. She worked so hard. All she worked so hard all night long. And I'm like, look at her. Can't, she can't keep doing this. She's getting, she getting up in age. So I got her and girl, a big old house. All right, now. Not like Absolutely. that grandma love. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, grandma. We love you, too. Yes. Oh, yes. Right. You have some love that you can't get from too many people. There's too many people yeah. can't because that's that unconditional love. That's that love, whether you up, whether you down, whether you're doing right, whether you're doing wrong. I mean, she know what it is for real. You don't need a facade, and she's just going to love you through it. She ain't got to like what no. you do. She ain't got to like what she what you say. She ain't got to like you sometimes, but she love you all the time. So that's that <laughs> unconditional love. So ain't nothing wrong with that. That's that love that Grandma gives everybody. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. that- <laughs> That's so true. That's that love you can wrap up in the blanket and just sleep real good too. Sleep with. Yeah. Yeah, she my back. You know, she kept, she kept me going. Comfort. She kept me going. Absolutely. Oh, so what? Tell us what you have coming up. What What are some of the things that we can expect from you? Uh, well, is your music available on iTunes? How can we get uh, your music if we wanted to purchase it? Just tell everybody. 
about your well, music I have, well, well, and right how now, they can get with right, your movement. Well, right now I have music on um, Reverb Nation, so you can go on Reverb Nation. Okay. Um, you can you can buy it. I mean, um, and you can also download it. And um, we have uh, my brand. I have a brand also, certified boss brand. Where uh, I have my t-shirts. You know, I have a t-shirt, mm-hmm. so anybody need a t-shirt, hit me up. I got t-shirts. Well, yeah, I wish I was in New York, so I can give, I can give y'all some t-shirts. Certified boss t-shirts. Everybody certified well, boss. I like that certified boss. That's us, right, Leash? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You can still send it to us. <laughs> yeah, just just, just uh, send me your um, send me your email, uh, send me your um address to any address I send it to. I send y'all t-shirts. Mm-hmm. I like that name, Certified Boss. That's yeah, it. Certified That's boss. Now you in Atlanta? Now you in Georgia or you in New York? I'm in Georgia. Georgia. Right. Yeah, I'm in Georgia. <laughs> I'm in Georgia quite often, and I'm gonna need that T-shirt or something. So don't make me come looking for you because I got GPS. <laughs> I can find where your city is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm in Georgia. I'm, I'm in Georgia. I, I'm in. I've been. I, I stay in Atlanta too, but I'm. I, I, I've been. Uh, Tipton. I've been in South Georgia. It's called Tipton, Georgia, in South Georgia. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So that's, right, where, that's yeah. where I'm from. Well, I'm in Georgia quite often, so, yeah, we're going to need them T-shirts or something because I love that certified boss. We like yeah, that. Yeah, everybody's mm-hmm. certified boss. Female certified boss, independent ladies. And also, you know, I'll, every guy thinks he's a certified boss, so I ain't got to send that to the guys, but, you know, all, all <laughs> independent women. Absolutely. Well, I'm in New York, Absolutely. so I'm going to send you my address. <laughs> yeah, send me that address. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you coming and kicking with us in the chat room. Shout out all of your social mm-hmm. media handles, any events that you want to be performing at. Yeah, I'm I'm going to try to everything. Y'all need to hook me something up so I can come to New York, fly to New York and perform all there. I'd love to do that. Well, you know, it's going to make it happen. So shout out your social media and uh, and any events that you have so our listeners can come out and support you if you're in their area. Okay, I will let you know ASAP. You already know that. I, y'all need to hit me up on Facebook and Instagram. Send me, I, I know me and Lisa friends, right? Me and Lisa are already friends, right? We are on Instagram. I'm going to make sure I hit you on Instagram. I got two pages. So I'm make sure okay. I, I got you on both of them. Okay, well, both of y'all send me your links, and I'll um I tag y'all and everything I do, and um you know we can go from there. Absolutely, we appreciate you. I appreciate y'all guys. Okay, you have a great evening. You, you know you're doing what you're doing. Anytime, boo. <laughs> <laughs> y'all have a great night too. And, uh, I, I'm gonna call you radio, and as you head out of the chat room, we got some of your music. I want you to shout out this song that we that you sent. It didn't have a title, so you got to tell me what the title of the song is. Shout that out, and we can play that on your way out the chat room. Okay, I think I sent y'all guys um, ripping on my head because I got a bald head. And oh, okay. <laughs> well, we like that. Ain't no wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I sent y'all um, a song called um, Certified for Independent Females. You know what I'm saying? Independent okay. females out there. It don't matter what you're doing. If you're working, if you where you work at, working in at a corporate building, if you work at a strip club, it don't matter. 
You know, I mean, you still gonna do your own thing and take care of your own business. So certified for living on my head is just for the club, I guess. I don't know. I just made it. But um, <laughs> that's the I sent y'all. That's all so, right. Uh, hope everybody like on uh, living on my head, and I hope our uh, ladies like certified. So um, yes. Okay, well, we're about to sing you out with these fabulous tra- the fabulous track. We appreciate you, and you are always welcome back anytime, anytime. We appreciate everybody that's tuned in to listen to our chat today. We did talk that talk. Make sure you love your position to watch your promotion and any and everything you do. Me and C will see you back next week, same time, same blog, talk channel. And we have Whoa!